Good morning. Welcome to Bracha Samach Beis, page 62. The Gemara is continuing talking uh, bathroom talk. And the Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva wanted to learn um, issues of modesty about how to go to the bathroom. So he followed his Rebbe, Rabbi Yeshua, into the bathroom and literally watched and he went to the bathroom. And he said that he learned three things from him. First of all, he learned that when you go to the bathroom, especially if you're on the east or west of the temple, then you should not face east or west because then either your front or your back will be exposed to the temple. Temple Mount, rather what you should be doing is you should be facing north-south, so then only your side is exposed. Uh, the second halacha that he learned is that when you take off your clothes, when you expose yourself, you shouldn't do it while you're standing, but only after you sit down. And the third halacha that he learned is that you do not wipe yourself with your right hand, rather you wipe yourself with your left hand. Uh, when uh, Benazai saw that Rabbi Akiva followed Rabbi Yeshua into the bathroom, he said, how far are you going? Are you even so immodest for you to follow him in? It's so inappropriate. So It's full of chutzpah. So he said, no, Torah that even the way that my Rebbe goes to the bathroom is Torah, and I need to learn the Torah, and we have other stories along these lines. Um, another story, which is similar, is that Rav Kahana actually went and hid under the bed of his Rebbe Rav, while his Rebbe Rav was having sexual relations with his wife. He heard that Rebbe was talk- that his Rebbe was uh, talking to his wife and joking around, and he he challenged him, so how could you be so, so lightheaded? Um, but the Rebbe said back to him, Kahana, are you under my bed? Get out of here. What are you hearing? And Kahana said back the same thing. This too is Torah to see how you're having sexual relations. And therefore, I wanted to learn from you. By the way, we learned from here a lot of the laws of whether or not you speak Gemara about Allah says that you really shouldn't talk to other things about not relating to the sexual relations before sex because it might lead someone to think about other people during sex. But you could, of course, talk about issues about having sex and, and, and words that would increase the love between, between them before they have sex. But the Gemara goes on and asks the question, why, in fact, do we not wipe with our right hand only with our left hand? And a number of reasons are given. Number one, because Torah was given by Hashem from Hashem's quote-unquote right hand. Number two, because the right, you use your right, hand, your right hand for eating. They didn't use forks and knives in those days. They would eat with their right hand. So if you eat and wipe yourself with your right hand, that would obviously lead to health problems. Uh, number three, because you use your right hand to tie, tie the tefillin. Uh, number four, because when you're reading from the Torah, you, you point to the words of the Torah with your right hand. Uh, by the way, the idea of tying your tefillin, well, then if you put your, 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 um, if you, if you wipe yourself with your left hand, then you're actually going to, that's where the tefillin is there. So the Gemara actually, the halacha says that you shouldn't use your middle finger because that's where you tie the leather of the tefillin onto your middle finger. So even you use your left hand, but not the middle finger. Uh, and the Gemara goes on and talks about issues of tznius with esachise, being modest in the bathroom. And it says if you're modest, you'll be saved from snakes, from scorpions, from demons, and even your dreams will be okay. The Gemara goes on and says that, uh, Abaya's mother actually made uh, raised a little sheep for him so he could take him to the bathroom because they were very worried about demons. And demons apparently only come uh, when you're in odd numbers. But if you're in pairs, if you're with two, then demons won't come. So he, his mother made for him a little sheep that he went, that, that accompanied him to the bathroom and therefore he didn't have to worry about demons. Uh, the Gemara then goes on to say, like, how far do you have to be, be away from someone when you go to the bathroom behind the wall? If it's during the day and people could see, you have to go so far away that they can't even see your exposed flesh. Um, and then the Gemara says that there was a certain eulogizer who one time mentioned that, I guess in a eulogy, that someone was very modest. And Rav Nachman challenged him and said, did you go into the bathroom with him to know how modest he was? And the Gemara therefore says, well, what do you mean? Why does Rav Nachman care if this eulogizer exaggerated too much in his eulogy? What's wrong with that? 
And the answer is that actually, if you, if you, if you exaggerate, the way the halacha says it is, you shouldn't be maslig yosemidai. Don't exaggerate more than necessary, you know, more than sufficient. Uh, you need to exaggerate a little bit, but not too much. And if you do exaggerate too much, or if you just say outright falsehoods about the dead, uh, then actually it's bad for the dead, it's bad for the eulogizer, and it's bad for the person who actually listened to it. Um, and we turn the page, we're on Samach Beis Amun Beis, the second Amun, the Gemara goes on and, and has a, uh, different ideas about different good statements about just how you should live your life. Amongst them are, if you have to go to the bathroom, you should go right away. It's actually forbidden to hold it in if you have to go to the bathroom. When you go to the bathroom, make sure not look not to look to either sides because there might be women there and you might end up looking at women. Um, the Gemara goes on uh, and has a whole thing that you're not allowed to talk while you're in the bathroom. And this is the halacha, by the way. You're not allowed to talk in the bathroom, really in the whole bathroom, but certainly not while you're actually defecating. Um, the Gemara goes on, and have a whole side note here about Shaul and David and analyzing the story of Shaul when he was chasing after him and how David, how modest Shaul was, that he went into a cave to go to the bathroom, even though it actually put his life in danger, and David didn't hold him accountable for that. Finally, at the end of the Amud, the Gemara has a sidebar here. Or, the Gemara goes back to discussing the Mishnah that said that there are three things you're not supposed to do on Harabite, on the Temple Mount. You can't make the Temple Mount a shortcut, you can't wear shoes there, and you can't spit there. An interesting bottom line in terms of today's modern synagogues, modern shoals, the issue of, of the of the shortcut does still is still true. You're not allowed to make a synagogue a shortcut. You can't walk through if you want to get on the other end to a different part of the neighborhood. But um, but we could wear shoes and we could spit in in modern synagogues. In terms of not making the synagogue a shortcut, we say that if you do go into Davin or to learn, and then you want to go out the back door and use it as a shortcut after after you've learned, it's okay. And this is why when I grew up, I uh, and all of my friends, we learned the shortest pasuk possible, which is by Yeshav Yitzchak Bigrar, that Yitzchak lived in Grar, because it's only a three-word pasuk. If you have to go and make a synagogue shortcut, if you have to go in there not to learn a Davin, you can just learn for a little bit, and then you're able to go out. That concludes Daf Samach page, page 62. We'll continue tomorrow with 65.